Enjoy listening to the Two Girls, One Murder podcast. Show us some love on our Instagram by liking and commenting on our posts. Search Two Girls, One Murder, that's girls with a U in the search bar. Got a comment or feedback for us to improve the pod? Send us an email to twogirlsonemurder at gmail.com. That's girls with a U. Thanks for your support. dark yeah oh yeah it has a nice color and it smells really good so this is a bottle of surely wine and this is also two girls one murder your favorite true crime podcast i'm your co-host blair morgan reeve and i'm your other co-host eleni we were uh, a little taken aback by the drink of the pod today this beautiful liquid yes so if you've listened to this podcast before We've had Shirley Wines featured mm-hmm. on another episode, mm-hmm. um, or we will. I don't know when this one will come out in relation to the other one, <laughs> but basically Shirley Wines is wine Yeah, that has no alcohol in it. Yeah. It's literally made like a normal bottle in California, and then they take the booze out. They just came out with a Pinot Noir. And Eleni, that's I know red. How much you love red wine. Yeah, that's red for people that are like me and a little less wine educated. I only know Pinot Noir. Okay, excellent. I know Cabernet is red. Yes. I know Merlot is red. Yes. I know like the four basics. Right. There's like a Cabernet, yeah, Sauvignon, whatever. All right. Let's let's, let's, let's try, try it. this. I've never tried it before. It's dark. It smells like a Pinot or a Merlot. Oh. Yes. Wow. The thing about this wine brand that I really like so much is because it's non-alcoholic, I thought it would taste like grape juice. I'm like, this is grape juice, but it's not. Huge concern of mine. It tastes like wine. It really does taste like wine. This does, though, I'd say it tastes more on the side of a Merlot. I agree. I wouldn't call this a Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Pinot Noirs to me are drier. Mm. It has that dr- like that aftertaste that is yes. would you would think it's dry, mm-hmm. but it has a tart, a sweet tartness about it when you sip on it so it does taste like it's kind of sweeter yeah it does have that kind of merlot pinot noir taste but like you said not juice yes exactly so we'll sip on this throughout the pod uh and keep you posted on how that's going um but first we have some things we need to cover we launched our Halloween spooktacular, obviously, on Halloween. That was our first ever episode. That was such a great episode. I feel like, I mean, I obviously enjoyed that episode. I oh, I enjoyed too. filming it. I enjoyed listening to it. But everyone else really enjoyed it. Everyone enjoyed it, particularly mm-hmm. the segment where mm. we ate a bunch of Halloween candy. And let me tell you something. Yes. I got absolutely dragged. You got fucking destroyed, as you should have, because what? <laughs> because what? The texts mm-hmm. and the messages mm-hmm. and, I mean, people were upset with me. People were up except, in arms. Except for one person. Shout out to my friend Liz, because she also likes the Three Musketeers. Sickos. They're Sickos. good. They're Okay, have you ever seen Stranger Things? Of course. 
Have you seen the? I, it's pretty. I don't know what season or episode. I, mean, I haven't seen it in a while. Okay, there was an episode, and I don't watch it, but Josh watches it, so I was kind of like peeking in on the side. And <laughs> there was an episode where they were talking about they were trick or treating, and it was like something about oh, all they had is shitty Three Musketeers, and then the one kid was like, "Hey, I like Three Musketeers." When they were like, "What's wrong with you? Who likes Three Musketeers?" And he's like, "I happen to love nougat." And I just started thinking of you. I was like, this, this motherfucker. Yeah. It's a real thing because you don't, I don't want like a bunch of nuts in my chocolate. But nougat? Yeah, nougat is good. It's creamy. <sighs> I think it's good. If you, if you were all, if you are a supporter of Three Musketeers, we need to come up with a hashtag or something that people can send us. Yes. We need to know if you hate <laughs> it or if you don't. I, I can take more hate. I can take the heat. So if you don't like it and you think I'm insane, DM us at two girls one murder. That's girls with you on Instagram. Yeah. DM us either way. Anything you'd like. Maybe we'll do a story poll and we'll see who. I was gonna say we should do a poll. We'll do a poll. But yeah, reach out to us in the meantime. Also related to Candy, I thought this was hilarious. Unprompted. I did not text him first. My brother reached out to me. Mm-hmm. He listened to the episode. We also, besides Three Musketeers, we tried a bunch of candy, and one of those was like the Reese's Take Five, and we were talking like. Was this a partnership? Did they steal it? Yeah, we were so confused mm-hmm. by this. And my brother... Amazing. ...did the research, which we could have easily done. But shout out to my brother, Luke. We um, should probably hire him to do all of our research. He has sent us wine. He's sending us information about candy. He's amazing. He's clearly invested he's, more in this podcast. He's part of the team. Than, yeah, I mean, he's part of it. Uh, Luke, if you are interested in, you know, working with us. You're hired. We pay nothing, but... Yeah, we pay we, nothing, but... We'll give you fun. samples of stuff. Food, wine. Whatever you want, honestly. You're yeah. giving us a lot. So he wrote in via text um, and sent us this information about it, okay? So he goes, to my understanding, Hershey's wanted Take Fives to sell better, and they rebranded them as Reese's Take Five because they were using Reese's peanut butter already... And Reese's is, like, the best-selling candy around. Fuck yeah. So by association, they were hoping to sell more of them. Just saying. LOL. And I was like, thank you for that. Uh, He thought he might have been wrong, but then he did confirm on Wikipedia. And he is backing it up with resources. The fact that he actually didn't do the research, he just knew this and texted me. Yeah, that is impressive, actually. He's just like, I think this is what this is. And let me check. think of it. I actually think I know the answer. Oh, wow. I love so, that. So shout out to Luke for that one, because that was a fascinating thing to learn. Yeah. Uh, that we didn't know. I didn't know. I had no idea. Reese's partnership or that Take Fives were using Reese's had peanut no butter idea. anyway. So that makes more sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think, I hope they sold better. I mean, shit, I bought it. <laughs> and you did like them. I did. Wait, one more thing with the candy. Kyle loved those sweet tart ropes. Good. They're they're literally like crack. They are a stick of sugar. Yeah. But I just thought it was so funny. He loved them. Like truly, I'm gonna have to like put some in his stock. There or were something. a lot. Oh, you should. That's a I great know. idea. Yeah. There were a lot left in that pack. So I'm there glad were. He... We split them because I also liked it, but he was like, I could only handle like one. Right. But he was he was just munching, guzzling them down. Munching on those wow. sweet tart ropes. <laughs> I'm glad he liked it. It's crazy. All right, so I have my murder today. Thank goodness. Should I get into it? From the other two episodes (laughs) we just recorded before this, and it was like the Blair show. 
I just could not stop talking. Blair, I love when you get on your rants. I appreciate them more than you even could fucking know. That's all that matters. As long as you're on board with it, I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks. Oh, absolutely. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. My murder today, which we realized that I almost accidentally did the same murder that you did, so I'm glad we didn't have doublies. We should should try and text each other. We should. Like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm I'm planning on looking up this murder and this murder this week. Yeah, you know which ones are you doing? That would be smart. We <laughs> will do of that. Doing it, I'm all doing all the work, and then it was like, a close miss. Close There's miss. so many murders out there, and the fact that you chose that one, and I almost did that. Actually, wild. Um, so this murder was a recommendation by our good friend Gina. Hey, Gina. Hey, baby. So this one, she sent it to me. She's like, you know, so many people haven't heard of this one. You should really think about doing it. And as soon as I saw like the title, I was like, yes, (laughs) this is my next one. Scratch the Moors one, which is what you did. I'm doing this one. So Gina, you actually saved our podcast today. Thank God you did this. This one is called The Giggling Grandma. Oh my god. Have you heard of the Giggling No, Grandma? but I'm just like that title to get like to have as a killer. Hey, I'm the Giggling Grandma. I'm the fucking Giggling Grandma. You're at a bitch. nursing home or something and she just they're like, doing introductions. She's like, I'm the Giggling Grandma. Have you heard That's of me? me? You will. Whoops out a knife. <laughs> Absolutely. The motioning that you just made, she acted that all out. Thank God you guys can't see me. Amazing. So this woman's <laughs> name is Nanny Doss, a.k.a. the uh, Giggling Grandma. Um, it's kind of a tongue twister. I'm glad you're saying it instead of me. I get tripped up a lot. Yeah, I had to really, like, enunciate my, my G's. My g- Giggling Grandma. Right? I got it. Perfect. Perfect. So um, she was born in 1905 passed away in 1965 so we're kind of going back you know time traveling again um she was a serial killer who was responsible for the deaths of 11 people between 1920 and 1954 and most of those people were blood relatives of hers wait she was born in 1905 yeah and she's and the killings happened in 1920. Yeah, baby, that puts her at like 15. That's why I had to just check my math. In her teens, in her teens, yes. Okay, so that was bombshell number one is that she's in her teens. Bombshell number two that I kind of brushed over just now. Mm-hmm. They're relatives. Most of them are blood relatives, or or husbands of hers. <laughs> Love a good husband killer. Husband husband, if you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> okay, so she was born in Alabama. Um, and her, her maiden name was Nancy Hazel. Her parents were, um, they were, they lived a simpler life. Her dad was kind of abusive and her mom didn't really like, um, defend her or her siblings when dad was abusive. So she has some resentments about that. Um, she grew up on a farm and her education was kind of piecemeal because for the most part, her parents were like, you're working on the farm. So she wasn't super educated. She was working on the farm. Her dad was abusive. This is kind of her early life. Um, She did try to escape her her reality a little bit by, like, obsessing over romance magazines. Um, Fair. Fair. Yeah. We've been there. I mean, I used to read J14. I don't know if you... Let's be real. I still do that with actors today (laughs) that are in movies. Oh. Absolutely. I fell in love with an actor most recently. Um, have you seen the 
slightly off topic. Have you seen the short series? I think it's on Hulu called A Teacher. No. <gasps> okay, you need to you watch need to send it. it to me. You need to watch it. We. It's not about murder, so we probably won't do anything about it. We but could do a short segment. We don't have to talk about murder. It's so good. I'm gonna send it to you because you would really like it. You would really like it. Okay, yeah, send it. To it's me. the same type Sorry, of content. Sorry, didn't on, on topic. Yes. But... Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, anyways, she, um, you know, grew up on a farm. She, um, had kind of, you know, a not terribly tough life but I guess kind of tough she there was some abuse there with dad um and then there was a an accident that happened where she and her family were on riding on a train and this was back in you know the olden days so the trains were not like how they are now and the train stopped short and she hit her head um and she had suffered like brain damage after that so oh my god it stopped short that hard it stopped short that hard she was she was young um when this happened she was around seven so that you're you're really no you're really developing at that point and then after that she really suffered like throughout her life like from severe headaches blackouts depression and she blamed a lot of her mental um instability on this this train accident wow yeah um so like i said her hobby was kind of reading romance magazines and she would really fantasize about her own romantic future um but she had this favorite column of hers called the lonely hearts column so people would write in and they would try to like almost like um I modern guess, love i think that's the new york times one like yeah. modern love and like people write in about yes dating or exactly yeah, right. modern love that's the title of the column. exactly right um her you know she had teenage sisters that were restricted by dad he didn't let them wear makeup he didn't let them wear any attractive clothing he was very strict on that and and he was trying to he said he was trying to prevent them from being molested so so weird that being a strict parent has any kind of consequences at Who all. Who would ever have ever thought that? So weird that. that being strict has opposite effects that Never you're wanting. Never knew yeah, that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said that, uh, and he also forbid them from like going to school dances and other social events. Like he really kept them. The fun stuff. Yeah, he kept them in. So now she was married at a very young age. She was, she was married at 16. It was her first marriage. Was she forced to or she wanted this marriage? He he was a man that, um, you know, she knew for a very short period of time. I think it was like four months. I could see the dad like being like, hey, I'm going to control who you marry, who you talk to. You're you're not allowed to go to dances. I could see him. Yes. She knew him for four months. Um, They they actually met at work. Um, they had worked at a linen thread factory, and her dad, you know, approved approved the marriage. They were dating for four months. He approved the marriage. Oh, so he didn't force it. No. They came to him. I think they chose this. Wow. They were, yeah. So. Um, well, she just don't know. It, exactly. She didn't know him for she shit. Didn't know. She didn't know him for shit. So basically, um, you know, he took up a lot of. He was married, sorry, he married her. This guy's name is Charlie, Charlie okay. Briggs. Okay. Braggs. Braggs? It's, it's Braggs. Braggs. What? <laughs> Braggs. <laughs> B-R-A-G-G-S. Charlie Braggs. Okay. He was kind of like a um, a, buy, a buy one, get one with his mother. What? So oh, okay. when when they got married, when him and this woman's name is Nanny, I don't know if I said that. Yeah, I did. I think you did. Okay, so when I don't him, remember anything though. So <laughs> when him and they call her Nanny Nancy, you know, okay. that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I guess 
if you're old. Yeah. She, and she was 16. So, oh. so <laughs> once they got married, he moved in with his mother. So her now she was living with her mother-in-law, and she caused a lot of problems. She was actually kind of abusive in the way that her dad was abusive, mm. um, physically, verbally. Um, you know, so that that kind of caused some problems. People thought for a while that actually her mother-in-law like kind of started her her killing spree. Oh, I could see that. Right. It's tough to come up against your dad who's maybe stronger than you, bigger than you, like that's your first interaction. Yes. But yeah, to have like another female in your life, I feel like it's easier for for daughters to turn on moms. Oh, uh-huh. very easily. And yeah, daughter-in-laws, of course. Yeah, and in law yeah, in-laws too. Yeah. 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 So, um she was married to Charlie for from 23, 1923 to 1927 so they were married for about four years okay and they had four kids over this period of time a child a year yeah and she was 16 mind you when they got married gross. sorry so that's not gross to most people but to right me, i mean alarming. back then yeah back then that was totally yeah, normal no, that's not a normal reaction sorry <laughs> yeah gross i mean well look at us we are uh pushing 30 and have no children and are very happy with that i've, I've literally the furthest thing of desire from ever wanting to do that to my body in a million trillion years. Yes. So, so she that's did my that. reaction is you didn't have a break from being pregnant is my reaction. Four times. Yeah. Fuck that. Four times. <laughs> so, you know, she was under a lot of stress in the marriage and she did kind of develop a drinking problem and she had also, Fair. yeah. And she also had a smoking habit, which became an addiction. Um, the marriage was unhappy. They both kind of suspected each other of cheating. And um, when you're that young, I know, I mean, they're, ba- they're going to be looking around. You they're babies. Yeah, they're babies. And Charlie Braggs, he often disappeared for a few days at a time. So she was, you know, she was pretty, um, I thought suspicious. you meant Charlie would brag that oh. he'd be gone. No, <laughs> Charlie would brag that he would be away. I mean, maybe he did. I don't know. <laughs> Not to his crazy wife, but she wasn't crazy at the time. So then one of the times that he was away for a few days, their two middle daughters, um, they died. And it was suspected that it was food poisoning. Um, but Nancy didn't really have a good explanation for him. They just died. But but the other two were fine. The other, the oldest and the youngest newborn were fine. The two middle ones died. Weird. Weird. So he right away. But was, how did they look? Did she like bury them? No, like I don't. There wasn't much of an explanation. It was like, huh. hey, our our daughters are are dead, and I think, and and she said, and I think it's maybe food poisoning. But I mean, just but, those two. Yeah, weren't you guys eating the same food? Yeah, exactly. So he was right off the bat suspicious of that. And so he he grabbed his oldest daughter. I guess he didn't give a fuck about the newborn. And he's like, we're out of here. And he took her and they left. Good so they man. left Nanny. They left her on her own. Um, and then his mother also died around this time. So at this point in time, Nanny had Nanny Nancy. She had um, the youngest daughter who was a... a newborn and she started her own second job to kind of support them and 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 get them through um then charlie he returned about a year later and he had a 
another woman that he was dating at the time and their oldest daughter, whose name is Malvina. Um, wow, what a name. I know, I know. And also, Malvina at this point, she was there. Oh, let's see. How, I wonder how old she was. She probably was under 10. But um, he, he took her with her because he said that the oldest daughter was afraid of, of Nancy. So being afraid of your own mother, I mean, there yeah. has to have been some sign. I'm sure she was abusive in, in ways, too. I mean, that was her entire upbringing. She doesn't know anything else. Exactly. I'm getting, like, a little bit of the Munchausen by proxy type. Yeah. You know, where she's, like, inflicted. Yeah. But instead of inflicting, like, injury or illness, she's just killed killing her kids yeah um so then she we're gonna move on to her second marriage um she was soothed by her she soothed her loneliness by returning to this column that is called the true romance and she would kind of keep coming back to these magazines and um she was pouring over the lonely hearts letters and she was just like really fantasizing about this and she actually found a man who had an advertisement in one of these magazines through the Lonely Hearts that her name is, his name is Robert Harrelson. Okay. No relation to Woody Harrelson. Oh, good call. Uh, no relation. <laughs> um, and so they met, he was 23 years old at the time, and he actually sent her romantic poetry and desserts. And then in return, she would send him back like provocative pictures and um, oh. provocative like slutty letters. Oh my and God. Shit. Yeah, she was, she was a little crack. <laughs> so, um, you know, then they, they got married two, two years after she was divorced from Charlie. Okay, that's a significant. So time. yeah, so she's married to Robert. His nickname is Frank. I'm not sure where Frank, how Frank comes from Robert, but we'll we'll go. With that's that. fucking weird. Um, I think that's just something you make up. And yes, it just sticks. And he was an alcoholic, and she kind of figured this out very early on in their Wasn't relationship. She also, kind she of was kind dabbling. of an alcoholic. Her dad was like, it's you know, it's something that's in her life. She yeah. keeps her, she keeps herself surrounded by that. Um, and I mean, despite this, their marriage lasted for 16 years. 16. 16 years. Wow. Okay. Um, so, you know, she does have a few grandchildren. Her oldest daughter gave birth to a boy named Robert Lee Haynes in 1943. And um, Nancy had gone over to help her oldest daughter take care of her newborn. So this was probably like a few hours after the baby was born, she stopped by the hospital to take care. And um, he died shortly after he was born in the care of Nancy Doss. Wow. So her grandson now, her firstborn's first child, she, we don't know, but it's suspected that she murdered him because he died in her care. We don't know how. That's, that is weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Well, now now we do know how because oh, so we do know. <laughs> we didn't know how when you know it first happened, but then they did. Her daughter Malvina looked into it because she was a little suspicious. She was groggy, like she's the oldest. Right, the baby was a few hours old. Yeah, like it was a few hours old. That she was sleeping because she was tired from giving birth, but she had a suspicion that her mother did something to the baby. And when um doctors and nurses came in they saw that the baby had like an injury to it you know how babies have like the soft scalp yeah. like soft part of their head well it turns out that she she stabbed him in the head with a hairpin she that's pretty clever i gotta give it to her what the fuck i mean like a tiny like yeah little thing yeah. you would think nobody would see it and that's so that's that's what, wild that's fucking wild yep 
So they noticed that um, what they told her that um, when when Nanny had said like the baby died, the baby died, that she had a hairpin in her hand. That's oh, what. That's Nanny. what. Like, come on, girl. Come on, Nanny. Put the hairpin in your pocket. Throw it in the trash. Come on. <laughs> what the fuck. Um, At least try. My God. You come up with the great idea to use a hairpin instead of just bashing in its skull or some fucked up shit. Yep. You come up with that great idea and then you just wave it around in your hand. Yep. Girl. Her daughter Malvina had another um, another child that ended up living to be about two years old, um, and had again. And I don't know why they didn't learn from the first one, um, but the baby had again died in Doss's care due to asphyxiation. So she strangled this other grandbaby. Stop letting your mom watch your kids. Yeah, how many deaths does it take for you to figure? Stop it out? letting your mom watch your kids. So you know we're. <laughs> We're going to take a break soon because it's getting a little heavy, but I'll leave you at this. She ends up um, she ends up poisoning her, her second husband, Frank, Robert Frank After Harrelson. 16 years? After 16 years, she ends up poisoning him because he, you know, he was really heavy into the drinking. And he had, at that point, like that night, he had raped Doss. And so he sexually oh. assaulted her. And so um, she ended up poisoning she put arsenic in his or rat like rat poison in his Ooh. homemade moonshine that he made for himself and very classy yeah and he died and he died and people that um were looking into it like the coroners they didn't have the technology back then and no. um they didn't do an autopsy on him because he was kind of known for being a drunk so they yeah. just figured that he died from like a heart attack from drinking yeah they didn't really think anything of it so that is now her what is that she killed her she, i was gonna ask if there's like a recap that we can do of who who she's killed how many were we she's at killed two of her kids okay she's killed her two of her grandchildren that's four so four children four children biologically related to her okay and now she has killed her second husband wow yeah so five people five people Wow. So let's uh, let's sit with that. Let's digest it a little bit. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back to the rest of Nanny. All right. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Wax Baby. Eleni. Blair. I have to ask you, are you a candle gal? I am a candle gal. I have one lit right now, and when you walked in, there was another candle. I love candles. Well, I have a bit of a confession to make. I have never been into them. Mm. Yeah, they're usually really expensive. The scents yeah. are kind of boring, and I can't even, like, smell them half the time. Yeah. I feel like they don't have any kind of positive impact or add <laughs> anything to my life, really. Um, but that all changed when Wax Baby came into my life. Um, you know, it's fall. Mm. Candle Curly. season. It means it's candle season. The days are getting shorter, but bringing a little spark into your space, whether it's a tiny New York City apartment or your palatial vacation home yeah. upstate, it's never been easier with Wax Baby. I love the name. Love the name. At Wax Baby, they're all about bringing you uniquely scented, clean burning candles that are tied to memory, place, and travel. On top of that, they're owned and founded by two New York female creatives. Wax Baby started as a passion project and has transformed into so much more. I love that. 
Their scent formulas are pretty powerful and complex. Um, they're poured entirely with American-grown soy and beeswax. The wicks are 100% organic-grown cotton with absolutely zero zinc added, which is important. And best of all, their fragrances are 100% free of phthalates. Phthalates, that's with a P, baby. <laughs> the lightweight tins in their signature collection, like the one that we have in our hands right now, makes them really easy to just toss in your purse or suitcase, and you can have some scent therapy wherever you go. And the tins are, they're actually really cute. They're super chic, yes. modern. They look good in your home. And like we, like you just said, I mean, they can go anywhere with you. Yeah. They're great. The scents range from spicy and musky, like their new Wildwood Candle, which is my favorite, Eleni. It's a good one. I need a I need a refill, by the way, Wax Baby Ladies. Yeah, Wax Baby. <laughs> I need some of that Wildwood. Um, to earthy and floral ones, like their all-time bestseller, Islewood. Which is my personal favorite. I really like the eucalyptus, minty. It's very fresh. I, I love that scent. And just when you thought it couldn't get any better, our listeners here at Two Girls, One Murder get 20% off their first purchase on any candle using promo code MURDER. That's M-U-R-D-E-R. When you go to waxbaby.com, that's W-A-X-B-B-Y.com. 20% off your first order when you use our promo code MURDER. Yeah, that's great. 20%. That's a good chunk. That's a huge chunk. Besides the fact that you're supporting you know, a small business, yes. it's a female-owned business, you really can't go wrong. Plus, every order includes a free matchbook. And don't forget, Wax Baby also does custom candles for weddings, parties, and brand partnerships. So reach out to the lovely ladies at Wax Baby via their website at waxbaby.com. That's W-A-X-B-B-Y.com. All right, we are back. Here we are. How are you sitting with the uh... All that information I gave you about the nanny killer. Nanny grandma giggly grandma killer. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Everything from like her backstory to the fact that we're at four ch- children. Yeah. Victims. Four what? children. Two of her own, two of her grandchildren. And now she's murdered her second husband by poisoning. This is what? like her shtick. What she age poisons. is she at at this point? Um. Let's see. Let's put you on the spot. <laughs> it was in uh, 1945 that she killed her second husband. Oh, okay. So she's like probably in her 20s or 30s. Our age. Yeah. Young still. Wow. Very accomplished for her age. Actually, what time, when did <laughs> I say she was born? She's born in 1905. She's 45. So she's 40. She's 40. Wow. And she already has five murders under her belt. Five. That's more than Of me. your own kids. Like what? More than you. How many you got? Like three? Two? I'll never tell. <laughs> smart woman. See, Blair, that's why I like you. You smart woman. So she just killed her um, her husband, Frank. And he was a heavy drinker, so people didn't really think too much of it. They kind of moved on from that. Um, her poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. We're moving on. He Although they were himself. married. They were married for quite some time. 16 yeah. years. That's a good amount of time. Um, you know, she meets her third husband while traveling in Lexington, North Carolina. His name was Arlie Lanning. Um, and she married him within three days of meeting him through another Lonely Hearts column. 
how do people get married so quickly? The thing with her is that she said that she had so many husbands and she ended up saying that she killed them was um, because she was really searching for the perfect romance. And she's been obsessing and fantasizing since she was a little kid. don't get married kid. to them. I know. Go on some, girl, it's called dating. She don't know how to do it. She's like, it's all how hot and heavy, all or nothing. I'm... She, I think, My fantasized Lord. meeting them through this column, you know, so then when she met them and, and they didn't meet her expectations, I think that she <laughs> was like, fuck this and murders them. She's like, you know, it's easier than breaking up. It's less messy. You know what? This would be a great, like, not real, but like TV show. Yes. But make it Tinder. I, that's what I was thinking. And you're like, too. I'm going to just keep dating. I'm going to keep matching with people. And if they aren't perfect on the first date, I'm, I'm gonna kill, kill them. them. Yeah. <gasps> yes. Should we, we should co-write a show? Basically, <laughs> is what I'm saying. That's because I should. Write this Where's the pen? Write it down, baby. Okay. All right. So she's on her third marriage to this guy named Arlie. He was much like um, Harrelson. You know, he was an alcoholic, and um, it it wasn't any good. It wasn't any good. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was an alcoholic. You know, they met through the thi- the the column. Um, he had a drinking problem. He was a womanizer. She was a woman. She was a not a womanizer. <laughs> a, a manizer. Wow. She's, <laughs> she at that point was yeah, kind of like just... yeah. She was she was all over the place in their marriage and their relationship. Um, and her, I, I actually believe that um, her mother Louisa had moved in with them at one point because she was getting old she was getting sick sickly and uh, nanny then she poisons her own mother and kills her that's surprising that it took her that long to me I know because she had she I mean, had issues with her mom shitty. yeah um and maybe she just needed to warm up to it I don't know <laughs> she's like I need to do something a little bit you know, easier, like a baby or something. I need to do, yeah, I need something a little bit more yeah, low-key. Yeah. Um, she ended up poisoning Arlie. I mean, it, it's just po- poison is, is her choice. Clearly. She doesn't That's stay with them very long. He disappointed her. He was a fucking alcoholic. She poisoned him. She poisoned her mom. Then she, she flees from North Carolina. She goes to live with her sister. And her sister was, like, in poor health. So she was, like, trying to say, like, I'm going to go take care of my sister kills her sister um that's a good move though because the sister was already sick right but again she's killing people that are related to her she's poisoning them it's gonna she's gonna get around eventually when you look at the, exactly you know you go to the family reunion and only two people show up that's an issue exactly so now her fifth and final marriage is to a man named samuel doss oh my god we're already on five marriages five marriages we kind of breeze through the middle ones because she just they're not important she met them and killed them yeah, that, that was they it. weren't really marriages. all poison all poison but because they're alcoholics like people didn't really think too much about it yeah. they just thought like oh, alcohol is poison yeah it is poison it's literally <laughs> it literally is um so she um she poisoned his food again so he go he ends up going to the hospital though so she didn't poison enough to kill him right off the Mm. bat he goes to the hospital he he's there for quite some time i think he's there for like a month and doctors are doing tests on him and you know because we're in the 1950s yes 53 at this point so yeah medical there's like you know Hospitals that are a little bit more legit than what I'm thinking at yes. the beginning of the 19. 19- exactly, and he was only he was admitted with flu-like symptoms. They did a whole bunch of tests, and they diagnosed they diagnosed him with severe digestive tract infection. 
So he was treated for that, and he was actually... AKA, like, food poisoning, AKA right? food poisoning, yeah. yep. So he was treated, and then they released him, and, um, you know, as soon as... as soon as soon It's so fucked up. As soon Lenny's as, face right now, like, she cannot wait to, like, say that she's looking down at her notes and is just so excited. Yeah, so, I mean, while he was in the hospital, like, they were talking, because he didn't suspect that she had poison his food he thought that he just had food poisoning and that yeah. he needed to get so while he, he never thought it was her oh so while he yeah. was in the hospital they took out that was the couch by the way yes oh know. our couch the couches I, we're sitting on is a little squeaky like, but i just want to cover my bases and make sure people know that <laughs> just in case you did hear that it's a couch <laughs> so while he was in the hospital and sick um she was like hey i think that you know because we're a little bit up there in age and they really weren't allowed up there but she's like maybe we should take out life insurance policies Oh, now she's getting smart. And so... she didn't do life insurance policies for anybody else. Oh, she did. I forgot to say, but oh, only on one God. of them. Only on one okay. of them. She had a, He did have a license, life insurance policy, but that was not per her suggestion. He already was had one. Uh, yes. And, and she say, collected. That makes sense to me. Yeah. And she collected. Which that doesn't seem so... They were together for so long. That makes sense to me. Exactly. And so okay. she collected on that, and I think that that's maybe what made her think and she to was do like, it. Oh, I could do this She's with like, other people. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I could get paid to murder. Yeah. Let me suggest it. So he did take out a life insurance policy, and then she waited wasted no time the night that he arrived home from the hospital she poisoned him again and he died he succumbed to that because his body was already fucked so oh my god so she killed him but the doctors were very suspicious right because they just they just him. treated him and they were like mm, something isn't right so they yeah. ordered an autopsy and the autopsy revealed a huge insane amount of arsenic in his system so like, she, unless he's trying to kill himself she was arrested right away oh my god she was arrested right away and when she was arrested she did actually confess to killing four of her husbands her mother her sister her grandson her mother-in-law um arlie lanning's mother oh i didn't mention that her final husband she killed his mother it was fucking wild she was all oh over the god. place she was all over the place um and she um she while she was confessing this is why they call her the giggling grandmas because she was like laughing i don't know if it's like a nervous laugh or like her brain injury making her like giggle but she would fucking like hey like i wish i had video maybe they yeah. but that's why she got the nickname that she did is because she's laughing she's while laughing. she was confessing. So she did confess to all of the murders. Um, the prosecution, she did try to claim that she was not mentally fit for trial, but they did find that she was. She pleaded guilty on May 17th, 1955 and was sentenced to life in prison. Okay. All right. I mean, it makes sense. They, no they, surprises there. They didn't pursue the death penalty because she was a woman. Ooh, the one time there was such a pause because I'm like, how to respond to right. that? I was gonna say like that's the one time where I'm like, I'm glad there's a little bit of inequality there. Right. I'm okay with you know not getting the death penalty because I of mean the she was the fucking worst. But... but she also I'm surprised she didn't get any type of insanity stuff. I know she's not totally insane. Like I don't she's think she's not totally mentally insane. ill, but she's just had a weird. She had a weird life. And, the, and then the accident. It's just like, thinking, like, there's got to be something wrong with you to kill your own offspring. There's got to be some, like, miswiring there. And maybe it was for the yeah. train accident. But I don't know. She just, she's a little fucked up in the head. A lot fucked up in the head. A lot. Yeah, and more, 
not fucked up in the same way as like, oh, you're a gross, disgusting person. It's right. more just like, I think something's wrong with you. Yep. I mean, because she was also like obsessed with that column, trying to find like the perfect love, you know, and romance. Like, I feel like a lot of that type of stuff is kind of a signal that you're not like totally right in the head. Yeah. People thought that she was going after the insurance money, but she said that, you know, it really had. She's like, I killed so many people without insurance. Yeah. She's like, it had nothing to do with um, money. It was actually motivated by marital boredom. One. Wow. A dream of discovering the ideal husband as she as described in her favorite true romance magazines. And she was like, that's about it. Nancy told her interrogators, I was searching for the perfect mate, the real romance of life. Wow. She ended up um, dying in prison. Uh, she had leukemia and she died in the hospital ward of the Oklahoma State Penitentiary in 1965. So she only lived to about 60 years old. And that is um, the story of the giggling grandma. Well, she had a very full life, I gotta say. She had a very full life, action-packed. Um, she, I, Interesting. I, I just can't get over it. With this one, what really got me was first the title, just giggling grandma. That made me, yes. that gave me a giggle. But I think the fact, the most interesting thing about this case for me was that most of her victims were related to her. Yeah. Um, outside of the fact that, like, yeah, children, that's obviously terrible. But, yeah, it's interesting that they were all related to her in some way and that she would get married so quickly. Yes, within days, days. or months. Yeah. She, car- she killed her mother. She killed her sister. She killed her mother-in-law. She killed yeah. her, her children, husbands. her grandchildren, husbands. I mean, she did not kill strangers. So no. her thing was people that she knew and, and I get not loved but knew. Was yeah, or thought she was going to love them, but ended up not. Nothing wild. I'm bored. Let me just <sighs> snipe them. That's crazy. Yeah. I also, like, think it's it's interesting the poison was her thing. That's a really, like, sneaky way to kill somebody. It's a very sneaky way, but I think back then in that time, it was, like, the easiest way to get. This was literally the time you could get away she with murder. Could've, yeah, she could have kept going if she didn't get. You know, she just would have nursed her husband back to health. And kind of let him And then live. nobody would have been suspicious about the insurance or, exactly. you know, the, the doctors wouldn't have cared. Right. Um, right. The insurance she was just thing. impatient. She was impatient. That's what she said. She was that like. That happens, I feel like, with serial killers. They kind of ramp up the frequency because I think they get they're anxious. Like, and, like, but I need also, also of like, oh, I got away with it. Like the first time. I could get away with it a second time. Yeah. Oh, I got away with it two times. I'm definitely getting away with it three times. You know, there's that idea of like Nobody can catch me. Nobody's gonna catch me. Nobody's caught me now. I've no. already done it. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Right. And then she's got her like MO. Yep. And nobody's caught her doing that. So yeah. she's like, I'm 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 set. <laughs> I'm just so curious how she wasn't questioned more about like, oh yeah, our two kids are dead. Like, no questions asked. Yeah. Stuff like that is is kind of sad, but I guess given the time and like you mentioned too, like the the technology on the police side of things was there was there. yeah they just didn't look into it because I guess they wouldn't have thought that a mother would kill her own children yeah wild yeah thanks Gina yeah that was awesome I love that yeah that was really cool like. I had never heard that one before, so I'm really glad that we covered it. Yeah, I hadn't heard it either. I mean, it was it was pretty quick. There was it was you know pretty cut and dry, but um, 
I just thought it was so interesting. Just so interesting. And the fact that she would laugh when she was talking about it, that was the part that's like, it's very disturbing. A, a nervous laugh or not, it's just like, ooh, you're talking about some gruesome shit and you're giggling. Like, creepy. Yeah. Creepy lady. Well, that's awesome. Mm. What are you, what do you think about the wine? I obviously finished mine because this time I wasn't talking. So I got I'm to... loving it. I really do love it. I think it's perfect. It's a perfect red. Yeah. It's dark as fuck. I was like, damn, when you were pouring that, I was like, this shit is dark as fuck. But it's delicious. It's light. It's not too sweet. Um, it tastes like red wine. It does. I personally think it's more on the Merlot side of things versus a Pinot Noir. Well, I should say a dry Pinot Noir. I've had Pinot yeah. Noirs that are not as dry. So this is probably still on the Pinot Noir side. Yeah. And I just haven't had a non-dry Pinot in a while. This I haven't had good. a lot of red wine in a while. So this mm. is like fun to kind of have something like that, especially um, in the yeah. warmer months. Yeah. In the fall. Yes. It's kind of nice. Speaking of fall. Thanksgiving. We're in November. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What do you do for Thanksgiving? Is that like a thing in your family? Yeah, or? it is. We, um, we typically split the holidays. So every, um, you know, Josh and I will usually alternate one year we'll go to his mom's and then on Thursday and then Friday we'll see my parents for like a, a leftovers dinner or like lunch or brunch. It's fun. Oh, I love that. So this year we are, that's what we're doing. We're spending Thursday with his family and then Friday we're going to do with my family. We do like a little turkey trot in the morning. It's like a oh, I love 5K that. Yeah, 5K walk. turkey trot. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Turkey trots are great. They are great. They're short, yeah. you know, you're just kind of walking off whatever you ate the day before. You're or you're doing it before to kind of prep for the food. Yes. What about you? What do you do for Thanksgiving? I've always had like kind of a mix because mm. I, for those of you who don't know, I'm from a suburb of Chicago. Yeah. And back when I like moved here in 2011 to go to, no, not 2011. Was it 2011? Yeah, it was 2011. I was like, when did I graduate high school? Oh, my gosh. I think so, right? Yeah. And then I graduated college. Yeah, 2016 is when I graduated yeah. college. But anyway, I moved to New York after high school to, like, go to college here. So I just never felt like it was worth it to go through the hassle of flying home. It was always <laughs> seemed expensive and just, like, you're there for, what, like, a day or two? Right. And then you have to fly back. No, you're right. Um. So I always just ended up doing either like I cooked for myself mm -hmm. and did a meal like back when I was single or I have a family friend that would invite me over oh, and they would cook like a whole meal and it nice. felt like a family gathering. Yeah. Uh, or then like with Kyle, he always worked holidays. So mm -hmm. him and I would sometimes I would cook him a meal like mm -hmm. afterwards. Mm -hmm. I think our like favorite one, aside from my family friend, because they do the whole shebang, big yeah. turkey and all that stuff. And it's a blast. Besides their thing that they do I think Kyle and I's like favorite was last year during quarantine mm -hmm. our favorite one of our favorite restaurants in the city the Smith did a huge takeout <gasps> thing oh and they God. were just doing takeout like to the nines like where you could cook it at home I right like it was like cook at home type yeah, of thing but it yeah. was easy it was like in the tin like yeah, your mac just and pop cheese, it in the oven pop it in the <gasps> oven Yum. or like you know whatever and they even were selling at the time their cocktails in like mm -hmm. this size wine bottle oh shit so we got there like matt hanton is the one that we get at the smith and it was a whole bottle and we like got that we got the mac and cheese we got the turkey and oh. like i didn't have to technically really cook yeah amazing Even so better. yeah we just like got to have that meal and nice. it was like our favorite food but i feel like home. i've seen you post that 
food from that restaurant before and it just looks so good. If you're so in the good. city, anytime we should plan a date oh, where we go out yes. there because it's so fun. Um, it's a blast. And this year, that's actually where we're going. We're going to go out to a restaurant nice. instead of me like cooking. So that was kind of my plan because they don't have the same stuff anymore. Okay. After the pandemic, yeah. like, they don't have the same stuff, but they still have like a Thanksgiving menu that we, that looks interesting. So. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. We're going to go out to a restaurant, which a lot of people do because all the a other restaurants we looked at were booked up. I, I kind of like the idea of going to a restaurant for Thanksgiving. I don't know why. I kind of A lot do. of places have good menus yes. too. Like it's kind of special. I just see my mom get so stressed, like trying to cook for everyone and clean and set the house up. And then afterwards yeah. doing the dishes, and I get roped into doing the dishes and I'm like, ugh, I just ate. It's Thanksgiving. I don't want to do shit. But yeah, and I always I do like cooking yeah. and I don't mind doing the whole meal, but it is like a lot of food for two people. That's Usually what I true. end up doing is like way too much food, which is fine because then we have leftovers and all that shit. Yeah. But we're not only talking about Thanksgiving because it's coming up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we have a new segment to introduce called Must or Bust. I love it. And I thought it would be fun, just given the amount of feedback we got when we did the Halloween Spectacular and we talked about candy. Yes. I thought it would be fun to just go through common side dishes that are at Thanksgiving meals and we can talk about them. Like, are they a must for you or could you live without them? Are they a must? Excellent. I fucking love this. Sides are my favorite part of Thanksgiving. I think they're great. Yeah. But before we dive in to this Thrillist article that I found (laughs) that has an insane ranking system... That I don't agree with. Um, what about turkey? The main. Are you a turkey or ham? What's I, your vibe? I, oh, I want to like turkey. Why don't you like turkey? I like turkey. I like the white, the whitest, driest parts. I don't like juicy turkey. It freaks me the fuck out. Interesting. And I don't know why. I'm also a white meat like only girl. Okay. I just feel safer with it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Even maybe with it's chicken. Maybe the texture. Maybe it's just a it texture. It is definitely the texture. I'd rather it be on that side too. Yeah. Safer. When it's like white meat like that, you're just like, that's not supposed to be like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not supposed to be squash. Yeah. It's not supposed to be so wet. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. This side dish showdown. Yeah. All right. Must or bust corn. All right. What kind of corn? Like corn on the cob? Corn. Oh, corn on the cob. I was just even thinking like just loose corn. <laughs> Fuck loose corn. <laughs> All right, if I'm eating I eat, corn, wait a second. I eat corn as part of my meal prepped meals every day. Well, that's a good meal prep food, though. I feel like, but I just love it. I, I like corn. Love it. But I if, do like it on the cob, though. I'm thinking about Thanksgiving. Kingdom. Like, you're you're pulling out all the stops. Like, so if you're throwing loose this, corn into a bowl, I'm pissed say, at you. This does say ears of corn. Okay, so corn on the cob. So corn on the cob. All right, but honestly, okay, yes. You have to have the little things that you stick in them and you roll so you it. Can, all right, I would do it. Like, if corn was at the table, I would have it. If corn was not at the table, I would not be upset about it. So it's not a must or a bust for me. It's oh. like a, if it's there, Is I'll there fucking eat. between word? A must, bust, or a... I almost said crust. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. We don't have an in-between one. So that's a, you're, to me, that's a must because I don't like a lot of other veggie sides that people Mm. typically have, which brings us to our next one, green beans. I love green beans. That's a bust for me. (gasps) I, everybody loves it. I'm not a green, I don't like green beans. Have you had them prepared with, um, like in a tomato sauce? I do not like tomato (gasps) sauce. Yeah, pasta. There's no. There's no tomato sauce. Honey, no. three musketeers. Yeah, but three no musketeers and sauce? corn, but no tomato sauce. Sheesh. All right. 
I know I'm about to get some hate mail. All so right. green, green beans are best <laughs> for me. If they're there, I'm not touching them. If they're not there, I didn't even think about them. This so. next one makes me angry. I don't, again, I don't know why this is on there. I've never heard of anybody having this glazed carrots. Glazed and it's above carrots. corn and green beans for them. No. Bust. That's a bust. That's easy. I don't give a shit about um, carrots. They also have roasted root vegetables. Okay, like what, tomato, like they turnips? Have, they literally are like. Turnips yeah. or beets? Turnips or beets. Get the fuck out of here. Never. And it's, again, ranked above green beans and corn. This one, I can't believe it's ranked so low. Maybe that's because people have bad versions of this, but the roll. Roll. Which, you can have a very bad roll, but if you have a really good, like, cheddar <gasps> biscuit. Or anything to spread on it. Yeah. You could dip your roll in your gravy. But there are some bad, you know, dry, crappy store-bought, which you can get good store-bought, but, like, there are some bad rolls out there. So uh, I agree 100%. It depends on the type of roll. Yeah. I mean, um, I like to have bread. They're saying that it's it's not as high ranked because it's a carb that fills you up. But you're not eating it as an app like you normally do at a restaurant. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right. If You're if dipping there it in like, the excess. You're like, it's kind of like a fun thing to like scoop up your... We've never had rolls like at my family's really? Thanksgiving. We don't do rolls. so We do rolls or we'll do crescent rolls. Mm, that's good. Uh, like they're buttery. I would say Pat. I would say bust on the roll. Like I'm good. That's a must for me because again, I'm such a picky plain mm. eater. A roll is always a safe. A safe for me. Bet I can I can fill up. I won't be hungry because okay. I can always grab a roll. All right. That's like a safe one for me. This one, it's kind of they have a two in one. So let's do the first one uh, first. Candy yams. Candied yams. Candied yams. My mom makes them. Um, she or cooks sweet them. potatoes, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the sweet potato, candied is, my mom cooks them in the oven with maple syrup and marshmallows on top. See, I don't, I don't like sweet in my food. Like sweet potatoes, I can't do. Because they're sweet? Yeah. Mm. I've tried I, You know them. what? I didn't like them when I was younger and I, and I just, I, I will have like the smallest, I will cut one in half. Like she doesn't even do whole potatoes. She does like yeah. circle rounds of them. And I will cut one of those in half and just eat like half of that. That's not something that I like load onto my plate. Yeah. I'm just not into the sweet sides. Mm, interesting. Save that for dessert. I get that. You know, I want the savory at the savory. I get dinner. that. What about, okay, so you like green beans, but what about a green bean casserole? I like that. Yeah. I do like a green bean casserole. I feel like I would prefer to have a green bean casserole than green beans. Well, it sounds like there's fried onions in yeah, there. Yeah, baby. That's what does it. That's another thing. And like cream, you put like cream of mushroom in there. So obviously this is a bust for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not a because green bean Because of fan. onions and green beans. It, yeah. There's nothing in the dish that I like. Um, but yeah, so we talked about rolls. I'm disappointed to see that this one is above rolls, but people really do love their cornbread. I'm a fucking cornbread bitch. I don't get it. I love don't cornbread. Don't the taste. Is it because it's sweet? Is it the texture? I think it's the sweetness again. Yeah, and it is kind of spongy. It's like spongy and grainy at the same time. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I need to have cornbread at Thanksgiving if there's no... This is a must. This is like my probably number like one. We're like complete opposites on this entire <gasps> list, which I'm not surprised. I li I've liked two things on this entire list. This is like my number one. I'm bringing cornbread to our Friendsgiving that we're going to, and I'm bringing cornbread to a different Friendsgiving. I'll, of course, try it. Tonight. I'm obviously going to... You don't have to try it. I'm bringing it. very non-traditional... I know. I can't wait. ...to other side dishes. Um, maybe I will bring mac and cheese. Please do. I should still bring mac and cheese and then bring my other stuff. You so I have should. a normal dish. 
bring it at all. Uh, what about Brussels sprouts? Bust. Yeah, they're a bust for me too. I don't like Brussels sprouts. They're bitter. Again, a lot of these veggie things. Gravy. Okay. I used to be anti-gravy. Okay. Because I only thought of gravy as that gross gray crap. I didn't oh. know that there was like it could be considered gravy. It's just like the juices yes. of the meat. That's, That's gravy. how you should make gravy is with the juices. Yeah, that I fully support. And that to me is a must, especially with the dry turkey. Yeah. Because I'm with you texture wise, but then you do want to have some wetness. wetness, but you don't want it to be coming from the turkey. You right. Want, you want the juices to kind of pour over. Anytime so I make a steak or anything, good. I want to drip it in juice. Yes. Like, oh. So if it's that type of gravy, I'm on board. But what I used to see as a kid was some gray goop. Gray. Gray. That's what my my thinking of gravy was. Um stuffing. Um uh, I like I like the stuffing that my family makes, but traditional stuffing, I'm not a fan. I've never yeah, I've never thought of it. Um my family no. does like they do like sausage and it's like pine pine nuts and it's really delicious. It's flavorful, oh, but yeah. for traditional stuffing, not a fan. Again, because I'm so picky yeah. and it's got like thirty different ingredients in it. Yeah, you probably wouldn't like it. It's a bust for me. Yeah, it's like Vinegar. I could I could live without it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm like don't like anything on this list. <laughs> Any typical like Thanksgiving sides, I'm like no, ah, don't give it to me. Uh, cranberry sauce. Hmm. Sauce? No, the gelatin one. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, what's the difference? It's gelatinous and I like the texture of it and it's not so slip sloppy. It's like I could I could fork it into my mouth. Whereas wow. the, the saucy sauce, it's I don't know, not a fan. All right, these last two we, um are oh. a huge must. It's mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. it's the, it has uh, to be duh, there. Duh. Or else. I'm I'm Irish. Potatoes are in my bloodstream. Mashed potatoes like, is them. Thanksgiving. Yeah, just give me like half a plate of mashed potatoes, a quarter or more of mac and cheese, and then turkey, and I and good night done. And I don't need anything night. else. We, I won't even get to dessert. But Fuck. those are both huge both must for me. For so me I too. guess I will. I will make some mac and cheese over. Come on, Blair, do it. I've never like made it though from scratch. I you was could do it. Thinking about picking some up from the Smith, maybe. Ooh, ooh. I don't know if I have time for that though. Mm. Sorry, everyone that's listening to me talk, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to bring to this Friendsgiving. Mac and cheese is a win. That was our must or bust. I think a lot of people are going to be mad at me. I liked three things on the list. Yeah. I liked turkey, which isn't even on the list. Mashed potatoes, <laughs> mac and cheese. And rolls. And corn. Oh, I forgot about rolls. Yeah. Yeah. See, rolls. you forgot about rolls. Is that a must? I for actually, I forgot about the corn. And the corn. But then I saw the corn, and I said corn instead of the rolls. So corn is the one that I forgot about. But corn I could have. Yeah, corn and rolls. So, yeah, That's my I plate. Like Turkey, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, corn, and a roll. It's one color scheme of, like, tan or yellow. Yeah. I love that for you. I usually do, like, if I had a green, I'd pick asparagus over green beans. Ooh. I would do asparagus, which is not asparagus. typical for a Thanksgiving thing, but I usually cook asparagus instead of green beans. I like that. Mmm. Yeah. Now I'm hungry. Well, let us know if, you know, if this stirred any emotions for you. We would love <laughs> to hear from you. Any, you know, ideas, any comments, feedback, we want it all. So you can email us at twogirlsonemurder at gmail.com. That's girls with a U. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at twogirlsonemurder to stay up to date on our latest episode releases and other fun content. Yeah. That does it for this week's episode. I thought that was awesome. It was great. Uh, I'm Blair Morgan-Reeves. And I'm Eleni. Cheers. Cheers.